Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I'm always in search of the top 0.1% getting their insights and distinctions and sharing with you today. So today's Memorial Day, and I'm happy to introduce Louis Contreras. We are going to talk about this new platform, Augmented Reality, innovating social connections for networking, relationships, communications, and I'm happy to welcome him onto the show and share his story. So Louis, welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me on. Excited to be on your show. Yeah, um, I know we had connected through Podmatch. So tell the audience out there uh, your story, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Yeah, you know, I um, I started my career in the automobile business, actually, completely off from the the tech startup. But I've always had a passion for tech and innovation um, through that, and becoming one of the leaders uh, in a Fortune 500 company. You know, with you know our public being uh, our company being public. I, I got a lot of experience into, you know, just launching new products. And through that love for uh, for tech, I had this idea and uh, this idea took a mind of its own. I actually went, you know, I've always worked with the Fortune 500 companies. So it was about budgets and maintaining, you know, so everything was been strategic. So, you know, before I got into this field, it's actually funny. I, um, I decided to get into this field uh, with this idea I had, but chase it with the patents first, you know, because it's very expensive to to start a tech company and start an app. So um, using our network, and I think that's one of the things that's fascinating, depending on where you work, the network that you build around you, a lot of the times you don't, you know, it takes time to connect those dots and you realize I already have people that were kind of guide me on this path. And, uh, and you know, it was, uh, you know, some, yeah, you know, it took a little bit of, of a luck to get it going, kind of pushed me in the right direction. I had a, you know, I, I'm always dabbling in the stock market and I love option contracts. And we was a day that I was, I had, it was a, a day that tech really boomed. I had Tesla, I had Amazon, and I had Netflix. I don't know if you remember. It was like a, a day where tech really just went off. And um, I, I was actually, I woke up in the morning. I was up like 8K. And I was like, okay, I, unexpected. Uh, within an hour, I was up 20. I mean, by the time that the day finished, I was up 51. And again, this was a, like, you know, an account that I had just to dabble in. So I told myself, look, I, you know, this money is going to go towards the app. And I did the trademarks. I did the patents. And the rest of it went towards a wedding. You know, it was fascinating, like the the luck that I had within that little path. But if I would have, I always say it's about timing. If I would have chased the starting the actual app at that moment, it wouldn't have worked because the tech that we're using has only existed for about a year and a half. 
So it was very interesting that I waited because I got approvals for those patents about two years ago. And then we just started with the proof of concept. And, um, you know, it's it, having a team that's dedicated to doing something and building it from scratch. I think it's a, it's, it's a fascinating thing watching it unfold and, and watching, you know, it's all, again, all about timing. We're rolling out this augmented app and Apple's rolling out their augmented glasses, this upcoming event that they have rumored, you know, but uh, we're, we're excited. We, we, we look at augmented reality as a way of enhancing your everyday. You know, we, we do see the use of augmented reality now when you look at things like Pokemon Go, you look at like Ikea where you can see what furniture, feel, you know, looks like in your office space. But when we think about social media now, you can have somebody that's connected, you know, with 30,000 followers, but in the real life, they feel like they're disconnected from humanity. You know, people go to their phones and unplug. And, and you know, we just heard from the attorney, uh, um, the Surgeon General, talk about the loneliness epidemic that, you know, people are facing now. And I, and I think that's big. You know, a lot of people suffer uh, from being disconnected from the real world. And, and the way that we're building you on, it's a way to connect, um, not just for dating, not just for networking, but just, you know, creating fun events for people that they can see real-time statuses with people like, you know, uh, same same likeness in different events that they could share, like think about a Comic-Con or somebody that's just creating an event within their apartment complex. It's just a way, a fun way to uh, meet people and see people's active status. So you know who's a part of it. And I think that's the the biggest thing when when we were creating this, you know, we, we were looking at how can we give people that access in real time without being too intrusive to your own data. Mm. Yeah, so fascinating. Um, really, this, uh, you know, the first, what I remember is um, Facebook allowed uh, us to connect, but that, you know, that was through desktops and laptops and now mobile. And um, so we'll talk a little bit about augmented VR, um, MR, but uh, you have this, um, first thing I have is, um, you know, looking through your profile, you talk about UON. What is that? Uh, you on, you know, it's just kind of the yeah. question, right? Like um, just asking somebody you on. And we always, when I first <laughs> thought about it, it was so important to me because when people share their, their Instagram now, like, you know, can we get your IG, right? That's <laughs> what they'll say. Like, can I get your IG or, or Snapchat? They'll be like, can I get your snap? You know, with us, it's just, you know, you on and you on means so much, right? To be on this platform when you're on it. Um, it's, it's, we're, we're looking at it like a utility app, right? Not only a way to connect to your friends uh, and family, um, because of the way that we're building it, you know, like think about the, one of the aspects of the ones that we're really excited about, um, allowing groups, even though like, say we go out to an outing, but I don't have your personal information, information. I met you through a friend and you don't want to share it, but we're all going to this event, like, um, a local bar to drink, to keep us safe for the night. There's a group code that's given. And now everybody for the next two hours is going to be geofenced to this location, which is the bar. Now somebody gets drunk, they start walking away, it'll notify the designated person. And that way it'll give you a live view to call, text, or just see them in augmented reality to keep that group together. And that's the way that we thought about it originally, but now you're thinking about maybe a teacher that has 30 kids and they're not all sharing their personal information, but they're part of this event. To keep these groups together, You know, now you have the ability to do it for a couple of hours and you know that they're safe within this museum or this park that we went to go on this field trip with. So we're really, really excited about all the possibilities, but you on is, that's the way that we carry it. You know, are you on, you know, and, and we thought it was a fun way um, 
to, to kind of get it across. And we're happy that we're able to, to get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I've always, I watch what's going on. I, I love trends and I love to see, I'm very curious about, uh, I'm always fascinated by what people are doing this space that you have this AR, VR, social networking, connections, meeting. You also talk about dating as well. Um, t- tell us where you see the field and the space moving from social connections from like, you know, Zoom and mobile to actual like into like metaverse and virtual worlds. Yeah, you know, I think it's, you know, when we looked at the metaverse, right? So during the time that we were actually getting to build this, they, there was a big push at the time for the metaverse. And, you know, I think the hard part is that with with the metaverse, when it came out, I think it's a great product, but it, it really relied on you having the glasses, right? And with what we're building, it's we're building it around the mobile phone. So you don't have to buy any, any additional software, I mean, hardware. And it's already gonna be, you know, something that you're able to have in your hand to interact with other users. And I think with the limited amount of users that you saw on the the metaverse, it made it a less engaging experience. So if we could, and I think it's everything's about popularity, right? Like you you know that everything was augmented reality and VR when uh, Meta was making that big push, and now everything's AI, right? Like the AI push and how are we going to use that? And I think it's a combination of both. We're excited to see what we're going to do because. Um, we think that there is a big disconnect right now with people and, you know, being able to interact in person. Like there is nothing out there right now that you could use while you're out at a, at a place to make that connection, right? Everything is kind of geared towards maybe it'll get you there, but then there's that big disconnect. And what do we do? Often we get on our phones to help us feel more comfortable, right? Even though you have that surrounding where there's other people, it makes us uncomfortable and we don't use our phones to connect with them. We use it to disconnect and go back to our safe zone to watch a video, to text a friend. And we just see the phone as, you know, like there's been that missing link. And if we could provide people with that missing link, then it's, it's a, it's a space that really hasn't been held by anybody. You know, when, when I was thinking about this, when we were, we were producing it with the developers, they're like, well, there's nothing that we could really go off of because nothing like this exists for phone to phone. Right. You see, you see, you know, gaming, but it involves a camera and the way that we did it, it involves other, you know, different signals on your phone. So just building it from scratch was fun. Um, but then you look at all the, the, the possibilities because the way that we're building the social media platform, uh, one of the things that I didn't touch on is when you have, it's going to be almost like a Instagram profile page, but you're going to have these pictures that you take and you're going to exa- save the exact location where you took them. So you'll be able to later on share those memories. Like if you go to the lake, you'll be able to have G, like uh, actual guidance to go exactly where you were standing when you took that picture. And I think that's another thing to look at with the way that we build it. Um, when you tag a location, it's kind of a broad sense, right? If I go to the lake, I'm going to tag the whole lake. But you want to have that personal stamp that you left at that place. And one of the other things that we're doing with that same, imagine well, the way that we're building it, when you look at Disneyland right now, uh, you're going to be able to go to Disneyland, look at all the rides, look at all the food descriptions, click on it and get guidance there. Um, so we're using our same AR tech to you know, find rides, find food attractions, think about casinos, being able to find all the amenities within the casino, find the blackjack table. It's 
it's small guidance to when you're, you know, at these places that are, you know, you could use it. I, how many times have you, well, I don't know for myself, we lose our car and then we're just trying to find where our car is. The way that GPS works right now, it's a dot, you're looking down on your phone, but since you're in a parking structure, it can't really give you guidance because all it could tell you is that you're this dot and your car is that dot, right? So you kind of have to figure out the rest. Well, with us, all you're going to do is point your phone up and it gives you guidance to how to get there. And all we want to do is get pointed in the right direction. Interesting. Talk a little bit about uh, this idea. It's interesting because, you know, face, Facebook was the first company that viewed social connections as a, as a network. And now it's we're moving into these, like, um, from the physical to digital. Now it's going to be like kind of digital or um, virtual spaces. What are some of the interfaces that you'll need because you have an app right but then how is it what um is it going to connect to your oculus or apple lens or you know describe how kind of the customer well, yeah you you can use uh them that way but you won't need to just with your phone by itself we'll have an augmented display on your phone right now so when you download this app when we launch in about a month you'll be able to have everything you need just in the palm of your hand and what makes us different is that we're using augmented reality just to, uh, to enhance your everyday experience. So as opposed to being completely immersed in the augmented reality, you know, some companies focus on like the, the graphics, the displays. Ours is just more the utility. You know, it's, we're using augmented reality uh, just to, to be able to, to guide you to this food attraction, to guide you to a match, to be able to find your friends. So think about it like a FaceTime call. You're going to be able, so you have friends that you're meeting at the beach. You're going to be able to just connect. And the moment you connect, you'll be able to see their actual location using a dot. And not only that, using a dot, but also using um, a guidance on the bottom, which tells you an arrow on how to get there and how far they are. So that just makes it so much easier to connect. You'll Just like a FaceTime call, you pick up. It's not intrusive. It's not going to be continual. You just pick it up at that moment. You're sharing your location. And then you disconnect and you no longer share it. And, uh -huh. I, and I think I think it's such a useful tool because right now if you share your location, so say if you're at the beach, it'll take you to the parking structure, but you still got to figure out how to get to your friends. And this gives you a, all the way up to the person, connects you within meters. And and, and that's just fascinating to watch in, in, in real life, to have two people that could connect and in, in ways that just never was possible before. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I love how you described it's it's a utility as opposed to you know different like it's not it's like a the use case is in a very very similar to kind of like how Uber kind of geo positions riders and um, now the you know in this day of age you know we have we have bad actors stalkers etc. Safety. What do you how do you how do you address that? Yeah. So I mean, what, the ways that we're building it. Uh, even for the dating concept. So I'll go first to just sharing your location with friends. Uh, you won't be able to see anybody else's location unless they pick up this call and they connect. Mm -hmm. So one of the, the ways that we look at it is that, you know, when you're going to connect with a person, there's nobody else that's going to see that one-on-one -on -one connection. And then you turn it off. Even with the person that you're sharing it with, there's no continual guidance to you. Once you disconnect from the call, it's over. And I think that's the way to keep it, you know, make sure that it's less intrusive. You're not having somebody, you know, like there's a find my friends now, but you got to continuously share that location. And, and the way that we thought about it, it's just like, you know, when I'm trying to meet up friends, that's all I want to do is meet them. And then that's it. 
Now with the dating aspect of it, the way the thing that we really like is that the user is in complete control. You're going to be able to turn on your status when you want to share your status, but the status is only going to represent represent you by a dot. And the dot is going to be green or red, depending if you guys connect. So it's not going to share your name. It's not going to share your personal information. And it's not available beyond 25 feet. So it's it's just with people that are sharing this within a room. So you're not going to have somebody says, oh, I'm looking to find my match. And they're like, you know, a mile away. And you know the exact location. No, this is only going to be something that's visible within those 25 feet. Mm-hmm. And the, the person in control is going to be able to just turn it on and turn it off. It makes for a great way to find people that have your like preferences in in a, you know a smaller venue wherever you guys decide to turn this on it'll let you know when there's other users in the area but they have to participate and i think that's what makes it better is that you want to make sure that at all times the user is in control hmm. we you know we want we want to provide a way for people to connect but we're always always in mind of like how do we make this user experience great even hmm. when you're a part you're a part of this and you're by the person, you won't be able to send them messages. It still relies on having a human connection and just saying hi to the person, you know? Mm-hmm. So when, when you look at the social media aspect, we always advise users not to post anything with exact location within two miles of their their residence, you know, just to keep it safe. I mean, like you see now, you know, you could go on Facebook and post a, uh, a restaurant that's around the corner from your house you could already do something like that for that exact restaurant. But we always advise that when you're making these, you know, marks and geolocation to keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to ask you because the face, the Facebook, what you can, the, they have these check-ins and then, you know, recently they're able to broadcast to your, your network, whether it's a storm or a, you know, mass, mass casualty, you know, situation, you, you can broadcast to your network that, you know, you're okay. So, you know, it sounds like, very similar um any differences with that feature you know compared to facebook or meta now that's what it yeah so with with the connection that you have it's like users have to participate to be a part of this live event Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit different in that aspect but you know i'm glad that you brought up that live situation where there's a concern in the area you know when we were building this one of the things that we talked about as a group it was like you know how useful would this tool be in case of an emergency, you know, like, you know, you have situations that are live shooter situations and like the one that happened in, uh, in Las Vegas and people are running, you know, trying to share your location at that point, it gets very difficult and you want to see because it, that location I shared with you, I might have to move from that location. So you want a live way to find your friends mm-hmm. or family members during that time of, you know, uh, need. And this provides that, right. You're continuously finding your, your friends. Um, and, and there's so many possibilities when it comes to this, you know, we, we think about the people that were in Florida, right. And it's hard to give your location to an officer when your house is underwater, right. And you're having to move, but if you could provide that sense for, you know, your family members, so you can know the exact positioning, it's, it's not like you're going to get directions on how to walk. It's literally a live dot that shows you what direction to head in. And because of that, it's so much faster than regular GPS. GPS will kind of reroute to people constantly right as they're moving but with this one it's just not going to have to reroute you it's just giving you the position like a dot and the distance and that continues to update it's a lot easier to update in that fashion mm-hmm. so we we think um the safety aspects you know to to keep families together even if like you know i have a daughter she's 13 she loves to go to disneyland with her friends just for me to know when she's leaving the park or where she's at you know so we could start heading over there um 
it just makes just being able to use the beta uh it's made everything so much easier not only that parking my car i i want to tell you how many times i've lost my car at dodger stadium and this this is uh this is already one one big step up yeah so funny uh the parking <laughs> it's like <laughs> like walking on you know and, and that's one of the funniest things i was talking to a buddy of mine and where he was like lewis i thought about your app the other day because i haven't given him permission to say the beta yet you know we're still getting the, the little perks out of it but he goes i was at dodger stadium i'm walking for about an hour and a half I'm, i know that i'm somewhere in the area but i just can't find it you know it's, we look at it as a way to just enhance your every day and that's the way that it should be you yeah. know when you think about augmented reality i think one of the big pluses is if you could use it in your daily uh, routine and it just makes it a little bit better um, a lot of the way that augmented reality is built now it's kind of this virtual display and it's cool to look at but one of the questions that you're always asked is like how would i use it in my everyday yeah. right like i i love looking at what they create but how am i going to use this besides to enjoy myself for a couple of minutes as i i play this game what other ways could i use it and that's kind of the question that i asked myself when i thought about this idea is that what can i do now that's missing in the world and then you look at people that have lost a human connection or the way to connect in that aspect there's a lot of li people looking to be seen and they just don't know how right not everybody's going to go to the bar to the club and there has to be another safer way to do it um, and you look at the dating apps and kind of everything's a mirror of each other right you have like you know the tinder the coffee meets bagel and it's kind of a little difference but they're pretty much the same so they're and 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 if you're looking at the way that we're building this you know when you go on a dating app you're you're competing against thousands of profiles and they're all filtered and you have this people with this perfect bio a lot of the people don't really get that full experience with the dating app because they don't find the connections to, you know to talk to people and then even then once you do get the chat it just seems like it's it's a very limited experience because people have so many options and if you have so many options you're just going to the next one and to the next one so it, it you know when we were building this talking to people that are going through the experience they go i really like the fact that there's another avenue because a lot of people do go out and they want to be seen and being in that real world connection it's just a whole different experience really interesting. go ahead sorry you're going to say something yeah yeah and i and I, I go back to the dating platform of it but it's not just that you know like think about networking events and how this could really change the way you look at a networking event so mm -hmm. you know that you're you're going to you know get to this networking event now you have the different you know you're either an engineer you're a doctor you're in marketing you're in sales to be able to see these categories and see them live in person it's another icebreaker but then you know who's a part of the event and you know talking to people now like our pr team um they they talk about it and they're like you know like this this would make it so much easier for these events right where people are just looking to connect to the right person and now you have this in front of you think of, we're, we're we're excited to see where this is going to go but it's just an, another way for people to connect yeah really interesting um really interesting on how you you're you're using location and um usually uh, using data to facilitate social connection interactions could be for everything could networking dating events uh you know so really interesting how can people contact you follow you reach out to you check you out on social media yeah on uh on instagram it's uh you on mobile app or you can find me under you on ceo um you on app.com is our website you'll have all of our uh, social media there 
Uh, we're excited. We're, um, the app is going to be hitting the App Store, we think, uh, mid-June. Um, and then you'll be able to find it under Yuan, U-O-N. So we're excited to share that and our vision of what we're trying to create. Excellent. Uh, very interesting. Uh, for all the audience out there, let's thank Louis for coming onto the show. Uh, fantastic conversation. All of his resources will be in the links and show notes. And thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Chris, thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week